0: Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business.
1: Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. So honored to have you guys with me. Hope you've really enjoyed September so far, talking to top realtors about what they wish they knew when they got into the business. I'm excited for today's guest, and it's my friend, Adam Gillespie. Adam is with the Wolfpack at EXP, and I got to meet him in person in Denver when I was there a few weeks ago for podcast movement and then the Ed Milette event. Adam's awesome and he's crushing it. And I was so honored to invite him to the show. So, Adam, what's up, man? Welcome to the podcast.
0: What is up, dude? It is really nice to be on and excited to share a little info. Maybe uh, somebody can get a couple of good nuggets
1: out of this. Well, I appreciate it, man. And I know you've you've learned a lot. You have a, a lot to say. One of the things, you know, there were a couple of things, but one of the things that you mentioned to me you wish you would have known was just handling finances better when you got into real estate. And that resonated with me because I'm very thankful for my wife. If it wouldn't have been for my wife and I got into real estate, like when I was single or, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago, I would have had months, you know, we all have months where we make $30,000 and I would have burned it. Like completely through, bought new cars, bought electronics, this, and then. So, I'd love to hear kind of your journey and kind of what you learned about financially setting money aside, saving, all those different things in real estate.
0: Yeah, man. Well, you hit the nail on the head. Most realtors do this. I did it for six and a half years, you know, I'd get a paycheck and I'd throw 15 to 20% down for taxes, make sure that I didn't, you know, owe owe the man at the end of the year. And I would take the rest of that money and I would empty it out of my business account and just take it home. And that was the way that I looked at my commissions. That's how I projected my income. That's how I did everything. So I thought it would work. And during COVID and throughout these last really few hot years on the market, you know, the business just pretty much came um, and you didn't need to have money for ad budget. You didn't need to have money to buy all the stuff for open houses. And, you know, so I found myself in a position where I have an empty bank account for my business. I've completely sucked it dry every time I get paid and there's no growth. So it was almost like a shell, right? Not like the shell companies that you see on the mob movies, but just a company that had no guts to it. And, uh, you know, when I joined the Wolfpack, that all changed. That all changed very, very quickly with a lot of the systematic approaches that we have going on. So I, I think that's the biggest thing for me, man, It's just I wish that I would have known this six and a half years ago. It'd be a major different story.
1: Yeah. So what do you kind of think for realtors like What's the I mean, and I think maybe as we talk about finances, you can kind of talk about what's worth investing, what's not, because like everybody's got something to sell. We all get emails every day. How do you and your business kind of decide, hey, what's an investment that's worth making? And how do you decide kind of what you spend? Obviously, like the tax piece is a big piece of it, too. But even like how do you decide, hey, this is something worth spending in my business. This is not. And how do you kind of decide where to take, like what to actually do with the money that you're making?
0: Yeah, so I owe all that to Mike Malowitz. Uh, He's the author of Profit First. And, uh, you know, I was introduced to this book through the Wolfpack when I first got on. And it's a really kick butt book. It's a must read. If you're new into real estate and you don't have your business set up and your finances lined out, this book will give you a step by step uh, way to do it. And it'll change the way that you do business.
1: Yeah, I love this. You know, you've mentioned this. You you mentioned it here just now on the podcast, and you mentioned it to me. I feel like of all the people, not like there's a lot of people that appreciate what the wolf pack does. But I feel like every time I talk to you, you kind of go back to, yep, yep, even texting you, you know, messaging you the other day about being on the podcast. You're like, oh, yep, that's all due to being in the wolf pack. So what would you say? Now, not specifically EXP, but obviously, like, that's where we're at, and we'd love to help people. But what do you think is important for new agents about choosing the right brokerage? And if they're somewhere where like like an EXP real choosing the right sponsor and and downline and things like that?
0: Yeah, well, it's a lonely world here in real estate. And the only thing that school is going to teach is how to stay out of jail. And that is absolutely nothing about the game of real estate itself. So who's going to teach you how to negotiate? Who's going to teach you how to go over the contracts? And there's a lot of brokerages that will absolutely sell you on their ability to train you. But the sad thing is, is that 99% of the brokerages out there Their training is very hollow and empty and it doesn't get you very far. They run you through a ringer. A lot of the times with the bigger brokerages, you might even be waiting for responses from your mentor. Uh, They'll have to review your contracts or your CMAs before you send them out. And when you're waiting two and three days for them to get back to you, because they've got 21 other people underneath them, the level of service isn't, isn't there for you to grow as an agent. So, you know, for me, I started out with my with my first journey. I'm not gonna, you know, say what brokerages. I don't want to badmouth anybody, but that's the situation I was in. And you know, I was all by myself. I didn't have any friends in real estate, so I didn't have anybody I could call on. So I had to bounce around to a couple of brokerages. And I found out via YouTube. You know, I was cruising around looking for different scripts, and I was actually trying to revamp some Facebook ads that I was running uh, at that time. You were able to get Facebook leads for super cheap. Um, So it was a good avenue for me. It started feeding my business and I stumbled across Mike Sherard, mm-hmm. and he literally had a step-by-step get leads today on Facebook ad. And at that point in time, I'm like, well, my ads just went from, you know, $4 to over $12 overnight with whatever went wrong with my ad. So I was desperate to try anything and uh, I plug and played on this ad man and he was getting me $4 leads. So I was like, all right, we're in business. So I started following him more and then I found the social agent Academy Yep. and I was literally getting ready to swipe my card for 900 bucks to get the, uh, the Academy. And, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait. I don't have the budget for that right now. That'd be a big spend for my business. Let me just see how these Facebook ads go. So ended up on YouTube again. And I was watching a podcast a lot like this with Mike and another gentleman on there talking about doing open houses. And, uh, it was just crazy because at the bottom it was like, Hey, you can join me and get all of this stuff for free. And then I saw that dreaded logo that damn EXP logo. Oh, it's a recruitment tactic. Ah, and I, you know, at that point, I was just like, I, I'd already been pitched EXP multiple times from before. As anybody knows, if you've been in this industry for a little bit, you probably had an EXP agent approach you about the opportunities at EXP, but I was wanting to get access to what Mike Sherrard was offering. Mm-hmm. So I watched his pitch and his pitch is just so dead on. He, he fully explains what this brokerage can actually do in your interest to, to, to pave the entire future for your company. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm game. So I scheduled a meeting. I joined in. And that was, that was it, dude. The rest is history. But the funniest part about that whole story is the piece that I wanted to pay the $1,000 for, that's like this much of the equation. It's, I had no idea what that, the wolf pack was gonna bring, bro. It yeah. is crazy valuable, dude. Um, and it's absolutely reshaped the way I run my business
1: today. No, I love that. And and for those listening to the audio, Adam his his fingers were like half an inch apart, but it's just so funny. And Adam, I think that's why, and this isn't right, this isn't an exp pitch, but so many people are like, no, 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 I would never go there, I would never go there. I think. And uh, my, my wife's family will remember this probably. Some of them listen. First time I mentioned EXP was this January. I think we were at my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's cabin. And I kind of said, I'm thinking about a shift. They asked why. Uh, I told them my frustrations at old brokerage, old team. We won't say the name. A lot of people know them and that's fine. And why it wasn't working. And they asked one of the most important questions, which was, how much of your business would you lose if you go to a virtual only brokerage like this? And I said, I, as I ran the numbers, I would lose about 10% of my business that didn't have the big name sign in the yard. And they said, okay. But then I talked about all the opportunities that would present itself. Like I'm already doing, and you know what I do, like I'm always already doing this coaching training through the membership, the mastermind, all these things that I run, And they were kind of like, if you were telling us you are losing 50% of your business, we're probably like, don't do it. But you're saying you'll lose 10%. You'll lose the old lady that all she does is call the big box brokerage that she drives by on the side. And that's fine. They're like, but you're not losing much of your business. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, this was the best decision. Me and my wife often say, we're like, why didn't we do this right when we got into real estate? Why didn't we do this? And I was thankful for, for where I went in the training, but the training at the Wolfpack EXP, every, those big boxes, you know, the, the big names. I won't insult any of them, but everybody knows the big names. And they all say, well, we have training, we have training. Well, they do, but EXP has a ton more training from people that are actually crushing it. I think even outside of the Wolfpack, just in EXP in general, the training is from icon winners. You go in those trainings that's from people that are literally getting that are capping, doing 20 deals after that and getting all that commission back in company stock where that's like the only company that it happened. So I completely agree that the Wolfpack has been absolutely a game changer for my business as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it will, you know, and and honestly, I, I have to be super honest. EXP is such a small fraction of that, too. I don't want to discount what that brokerage does, but I'm telling you that the mindset and the mental training, the physical training, everything that's actually involved in this group that we're in is nothing like I've experienced in this industry. Um, I'm seven and a half years in eight brokerages in, I won't mention what brokerages I'm with, but if they got a big name attached, there's a dang good chance I was associated with it. And I've, Dude, it's just nothing compares, man. Nothing compares, and I've never bragged about a broker's like this, you know. So it's it's a little bit strange, but anyways, not to make this all about the EXP and the Wolfpack. Back to what we were talking about, you know that the Wolfpack is who's introduced me to this book and to this way of financing, um, or not financing, but just handling finances for your business. And that in and itself, no matter what brokers you're with, if you can get good with the way you ha- handle money coming in and out of your business then you can support yourself for a very long time, even as those hills and valleys come and deals come and go. And it won't matter what the market's doing. And I think that's what a lot of us are looking for right now.
1: Yeah, in a tough market, if you can handle your money well, right? A lot of people and your clients, tell me if you disagree, but I, I believe your clients can see when you're stressed. Tell us about that. I mean, we had gone through like doing the Dave Ramsey, paid off the house that we previously lived in. And literally, my clients were like, I, I will normally say something like, well, I don't care when you buy a house, if you buy it next month or next year. And they're normally like, yeah, yeah. But then when I started, when I paid off my house, I felt like it kind of freed me up. And they're like, oh, you were serious. And I'm like, yeah. So they're like, oh, we thought it was just a pitch to get us to buy. I saw you shaking your head. Do you kind of agree that when you're now that your finances are in you know better order, that you're a better realtor for them as well?
0: Yeah. Uh, commission breath is a real thing right? Like if you're struggling, especially if you've got a family and you've got kids to feed and that commission check is what you need to make sure that you don't either get evicted out of your, out of your rental or start a foreclosure process. Cause nothing is more embarrassing than being a a licensed realtor in foreclosure. I mean, what's that going to look like to your, to your clients if they got wind of that, you know, and foreclosures are public records. So it's not like they couldn't figure that out with a, with a quick search. So it's one of those things where, you know, if you're hurting, you've got to figure out a way to stop looking at the commission check as the reason that you're doing this. Mm. We help people have major, major changes in their lives. So we're not just selling somebody a car. No offense to car salesmen. I know that can change your life too, but we sell people a place they can raise their families in. We sell people a place that they're going to choose to have all of their holiday memories in. This is a big deal. And a lot of these people will hold on to these houses, possibly for their whole lives, may even pass it down. So now you're talking about creating generational wealth for people. We're so valuable in what we do if you have the right perspective on it. And when you can shift that perspective into this level of service and to what can we do to help other people better their lives through the means of real estate, then your client journey changes dramatically. And they can tell that as well
1: immediately. Yep no i get it man and and people can they see the desperation and they also see when you're not desperate you know I, i've been so impressed i feel like you and jeremy really everyone in the Wolfpack, especially the people i met in colorado do a great job of like guiding your clients through the process so congratulations on all your success man really appreciate you and uh, thanks for being on the show today and i will say like it was really cool guys i'll just give a shout out to adam jeremy the whole wolf pack crew like i went out there to denver and you would have thought, I mean, Adam, when we went to the event, you would have thought we were best buddies that had known each other for years. We were hanging out, we were talking, we went outside, I grabbed Starbucks, like we were hanging. Well, we had never met physically in person before ever. Well, that's the power of the Wolfpack where we're on calls three, four, five times a week. Now, not always we've stuff comes up, but like, I felt like you were like a good friend for years, even though I just met you because we got to connect through these zoom calls we have every week. So Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you so much, man. So if anyone is interested um, in connecting with you, maybe they need some help in their business, want to connect, or maybe they're in. I know we got a couple who have been on, but they're in the Denver area looking to buy or sell. What's the best way for someone to connect with you?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, My website's the easiest thing. It's adamg303.com. It's pretty easy to remember, especially if you're like me with a little music behind you. No, adamg303.com. Just kidding. But no, seriously, it's super easy to remember, adamg303.com. You can catch me there. Um, I have everything that you would need to know. um, Or you can just search Adam Gillespie anywhere in Google, and I will be there for you.
1: Well, dude, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for everything. Thanks for how you're helping buyers and sellers in your area and the things you're teaching realtors. I think it's really cool. Super proud of you. And thanks for coming on today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.